five, four, three, two, one. Hello, friends and family. We're here in the studios of podcasting in my living room. And uh, it's hot as balls, man. It is hot as balls in LA already. It's April 9th, 2019, and it is hot. And it's a little overcast in the skies. And I personally have a theory about why it's overcast when it's this hot. And it has to do with conspiracies. And maybe I'll hold that uh, to myself because I don't want to freak you out with some fucking left field knowledge. (laughs) More like theories. More like hypotheses. But yeah, it's hot. And I'm pissed. I am a pissed person today. I am a pissed Persian person today. (laughs) And the reason is that a Japanese man sold me a camera on eBay. And he didn't tell me that there's a tear in the shutter of the camera. And I'm all sorts of pissed now because I was ready to use this motherfucker. I got the camera yesterday. It was super clean in all the ways possible. I only paid $80. That's That was the first sign I should have known. Paid $80 comes and I'm super disappointed because, wow. Tear in the shutter. Just a nice gash. And I didn't even see it. I got the camera. I was at home and all the curtains are closed because I'm trying to keep this place dark and nice and cool. And... I see the camera. Everything looks good. Uh, It doesn't have a body cap or batteries. So I go to the local camera store and the guy looks at it and is like, yo, you got a tear in your shutter. And I'm like, no way. No, no way. And um, he says, yeah, you idiot. There's a tear right here. And I'm like, you know, I got a meme soundboard on my ipad <laughs> so i'm definitely gonna annoy you with it definitely gonna annoy both 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 <laughs> both of us with it so enjoy that so yeah he, he showed me the tear i look all surprised and he says gotta return this fucking thing and i'm like all right you're right so i have to return this fucking thing now that's the annoying part. You have to box it up again and tape it up and put an address on it. It's like, ugh. God, I wish I could charge him, the the guy who sold it to me. Like, if you sell something on eBay and it's clearly a fucked up, fucked up thing you did, like you didn't tell the person it's damaged, you should pay that same thing that I paid on top of what I paid. So if I paid 100 bucks, you pay me back 200 for the trouble. Maybe that will incentivize people to not fucking lie. And I've never left a bad review for anyone. And I think I'm going to have to because fuck that guy. I hate it. I hate it. Like, I don't want to fuck with this business. Maybe it was a mistake. But, you know, check your shit before you send it out, friend. Check your shit. So... Sad about it. And I'm upset about it. I'm sad and upset and mad. I'm all those things. But I'm also happy. Because I've been going to the garden. 
I've been going to the local garden. I got my memberships to a bunch of local gardens and I've been going. And one particular garden has a shit ton of photographers in it. I had noticed, I hadn't noticed before. But goddamn, there are a lot of photographers in this garden. And they're all with digital cameras. I have literally seen one person out of like 300 people who are carrying cameras with a film camera. And we both looked at each other like, I see you, brother. But the rest of them, they have new, new, new digital Canon 5D Mark VIII with like that lens that is like the Hubble telescope strapped onto it with a tripod and they have the fucking vest and the hat and they look all sponsored and blogged out and they look like a walking hashtag. Hashtag Canon. Hashtag landscapes. Hashtag flowers. Hashtag lens. Hashtag fucking pro photo, whatever the fuck. Giant walking hashtags all around me, man. And it's been great going to the garden, but the shitty part of it is that if the person's not carrying a big-ass camera, they're holding their phone up, taking a picture of the flowers. So I make a left, I'm in a photo. I make a right, I'm in a photo. I'm in everyone's fucking photo. So go find me. (laughs) It's fucking bizarre. When When did people get into flowers so much, huh? Recently in California, we had the super blooms, which is the poppy fields that pop up with the orange and, you know, it's beautiful and nice. And they literally had to shut it down and make it out of reach for people because so many people went and put their asses on the flowers and they crushed it and it went from a super bloom to just like a non-bloom. Keep your asses and feet off of the flowers, man. All these butts went, laid on the flowers, destroyed it, and they had to be like, hey, no more. People are obsessed with content now, man. Everyone's a content maker. Everyone. These fucking phones are not phones anymore. They're content machines. You either consume content or you create content. And these super blooms and these gardens and stuff are just letting people go out and create content and post it and put some fucking hashtags on it. And it's fucked up, man. What are you going to do, though? It's not going to reverse itself unless they get bored of it or something. And it's funny because at this point, because of photography, I've been doing it for like seven years now. No, what am I talking about? Eight years, I think now. Yeah. It's going to be eight years this summer. I can tell. If someone's taking a shitty photo, like if somebody is hunched over a plant with a camera and they're like hovering over it directly down and they're shooting it, you can tell it's going to be a shit photo, especially because it's digital. Dude, when it comes to shooting plants, just don't do it with digital cameras. That's all I'm saying. Do it with film. It'll look better. These motherfuckers are hunched over, bent over and like. Imagine if you're sitting in a sun chair and somebody comes up into your eyelashes and then takes a photo of your face that way. It's going to be a shit photo. And that's what they're doing. They're going super close to the flower and then just over it. Like no interesting angle, no sort of like background. And sometimes I just want to tap the guy and be like, hey, try it this way. But that's a huge dick thing to do, you know. And I'm not going to be like, I know better than you. But I do want to help. Maybe next time I see somebody, I'll just go up to him and be like, hey, how, the, how does it look? 
I wonder if they'll show me. Just tap him on the shoulder. Hey, how does that look? Be like, here you go. I hope. And I'll be like, hey, that's shit. <laughs> Try it this way. It's probably not going to go that way. They'll probably like look at me like I'm a fucking peasant. Because I'm carrying a fucking camera that you can get for 70 bucks on eBay. And they're carrying a camera that's like $10,000. And they're going to look at me like, get out of here, child. You know when you could do shit like that? Approach people and try to give them advice or whatever? When you're 70 or 80. You got to look wise. Like, hey, son. How does it look? They'd be like, oh, this is how it looks. And you, then you can be like, oh, it sucks. They'd be like, oh, he's old. But no, he's honest. Can't wait. I can't wait to be 70. I can't wait to be 70 but still have good bowel movements. Because I don't want to be 70 with shit bowel movements. <laughs> shit bowel movements, get it? I don't want to be, you know, wearing a diaper and trying to give people help. Because I'll care about a boot. I'll care about my diaper more than your fucking photo. I think. So... It's interesting to see all these photographers, man. And, you know, I'm at the end of Photo Zero's journey. Photo Zero is this book I put together for photographers. That's like a, I guess it's like a guidebook of all the things that I learned. And I'm trying to like to share it so it helps if it can. And every person I see, I'm like, yeah, they could benefit from it. So that's been a good sign. That's been encouraging. But at the same time, I'm a little annoyed because I'm like, fuck, that's wasted opportunity. Just like maybe like, you know, squat down. Maybe get on like the same level as the plan and shoot it like directly instead of hovering over it and shooting down. I don't know. Try it. It's like if you're a painter or a chef, you can probably tell by... How someone is doing something, whether they're going to be good at it or not. Even if you're a fucking accountant. If you look at a person using the computer or their program or whatever it is, you can probably tell if they suck at doing it or not. Same thing with photography. So, hey, try new things. Try new things and see how it goes. Oh, I had my shoot today. I shot this person, <laughs> this woman, this anonymous woman in Los Feliz, and it was fantastic. And what I learned is that there is an entire world of celebrities and sex parties that is membership-based and that I had no idea it existed other than its name, I knew the name of it, but I, for some reason, thought it was like a like a latex brand or something. Like, you know, those latex fucking dresses people wear or whatever the hell they do with it. I thought it was that. But it turns out it's actually like a, a thing, a party. And names I did not expect go to this thing. And I'm not about to name names and name the thing because I don't want to end up like Stanley Kubrick. <laughs> but I'm going to say that it's out there and they're doing it. And that's pretty crazy, man. Because you watch their movies and you're like, oh, that was a good movie. I emotionally connected with the character. But you have no idea after that movie was done, they went to like a massive orgy. <laughs> Holy shit, man. 
It's like they finish their jobs and they go to a massive orgy. I finish my job and I'm like, Hi, welcome to Chili's. That's where I go. <laughs> I finish my job and I'm out to Chili's. I'm kidding. I don't go to Chili's. But I wanted to use that sound, sound clip. Anything to use that sound clip because my brain is constantly saying, Just do it! And that was Shia LaBeouf who lost his shit on video. You know what though? I can't say he lost his shit because like, He's he's doing this thing with his arm where he makes a circle. And I don't know if that's some witchcraft shit he's doing, like putting out like a vibrational frequency of just doing it, you know? I don't know what he's doing. He's done psychedelics and he does he knows some shit. I'm I'm sure he knows about this party I'm talking about. So what if he's doing that? What if he's like creating some fucking you know, Tai Chi fucking Chinese secretive energetic transmission with his arms and then they're like yelling out the fucking words just do it and then when it hits the other person they're like oh my god just do it and then they go do it it's like a sleeper agent you know have you seen those movies where the guy's like you know just like a milkman and all of a sudden he picks up the phone and somebody was like robert's doll and then all of a sudden the guy wakes up and is like i must go to russia now and then the family's like what the fuck are you doing and then he's like and he kills his own family and he goes to russia to like do his mission and he's a sleeper agent. So I have no idea how I got into that, but we're here now. We're here now, and that's how life is. Crazy. What's up with celebrities? What are y'all what are y'all doing? I don't want to go to those parties, honestly. It just seems intimidating. It's like a masked party. It's like eyes wide shut, you know? And there's a reason 30, 40 minutes of that movie got cut and then he died. <laughs> but it definitely eyes wide shut and that shit is real and they're doing it and they're sexing each other. And hey, good for them. Whatever, man. Whatever keeps you semi-sane because being famous is weird and being that kind of rich is um, has its own problems. And as Biggie said it, more money, more problems. I know I'm paraphrasing it because he said mo money mo problems and i said more money more problems because i'm whitewashed but it definitely comes with its own consequences man being that famous like i said before you can't go to a restaurant and complain about the nachos being fucking too soggy because then you end up on tim's tmz those fucking assholes <laughs> man dealing with tmz is interesting I don't know if I ever want to deal with that again. I dealt with it once. No, twice. And it was awful. Twice directly and then the third time was indirectly. Like they had just found the photos of the person that I had shot and they like put it on the news. But it was fine. They called me. Um, <laughs> they gave me a title and my friend Nick made fun of me for it. What was it? Um, it wasn't renowned. I think somebody, he ended up on a website and they called him renowned. For me, it was something else. I don't remember. Very, very famous guy or something. <laughs> so they called me a guy. It was great. It was like very famous guy, which I appreciate. <laughs> I like to be a guy. But yeah, I uh, when I shot Kylie the first time, 
they were across the mountain and they were shooting through the bushes into the house. And it was literally so far away that at that point in my life, I had no idea lenses could shoot that far. I was very naive, I guess. But I had no idea that you could shoot that far with a camera. And they did. They shot from across the hill, almost like half a mile away, into the house. And there was a photo of me showing Kylie the photos like an idiot. And they were like speculating like, what's Kylie up to? Kylie does hot photo shoot. Dude, how fucking sad is your life that you're talking about other people is the way you make money? I know that making money is really not ethical in any way, but come on. That's like bottom barrel. I used to think club promoters are bottom barrel, but TMZ people are more bottom barrel, I think. Who gives a shit what I think, you know? They're all happy, it seems like. There's a there's a like a level of ignorance that's complete bliss. Because being aware is hard, man. Just being aware is hard. Being aware of food, uh, the situation with the food in America, being aware of yourself, of people, of all the shit. It's just, it makes life a little more difficult because you have to maneuver more. But when you're lost in it, it's just like, you're just doing it without knowing what the hell you're doing and why you're doing it. So... You know, who knows? Who knows what's the right way to do it? So, yeah, man. I gotta sit on these photos and see what I did today. Send it to her. And uh, maybe I'll get a good story out of her one day. It would be cool to actually talk to her on um, in like a podcast form. Interview her. Talk about all this stuff. Because it is intriguing. I have questions like... I know that the membership costs a lot, but I want to know, like, what does it smell like? <laughs> you know, they probably light up a lot of candles and incense because it's like it, it can't smell great if a shit ton of people are having sex, you know. And it's probably going to sound intimidating. I don't know, man. <laughs> it's just like thinking about it makes me feel weird. And it's so weird to think that. You know people, you know, you think you know people, but you don't know if like your best friend has like a weird sex dungeon in the basement. People keep their sexual side really private. There's like a lot of shame with it, you know, so they keep that shit private. And that's really interesting because that's their most secretive side. It's like, what are you into when no one's looking, you know? That should be a, that should be a date question. What do you, what do you do when no one's looking? I doubt someone will give you a solid answer the first time you see meet them. Oh, I'd like to cut my toenails and then like look at them under a microscope and then photograph it, blow it up, and then touch myself. It's like, oh, wasn't expecting that. But hey, microscopes are cool. <laughs> it's funny to hear something that's completely shocking and then have to play it off like, oh, <laughs> you know? Even when it's bad news or just weird news. We feel like we have to keep our composure. But it's okay to drop your jaw like, what? What did you what do you do? <laughs> We're all so nice. We try to make each other feel comfortable, you know? Like, yeah, I'm a trustworthy person. You can talk to me about anything. But not everything. Cause I will react to some shit you say. Yeah, man. 
people are complex and celebrities are weird. <laughs> so have a good time, celebrities. I heard your party got canceled this year or this time around. I don't know why, but I hope you make it, make it through. I don't know. Make sure you moisturize. I don't fucking know. What kind of advice do you give to these people? Make sure your mask is fucking, I don't know, recyclable. Make sure you use self-sustaining material. I wonder if the Obamas go to these kinds of things. They seem like they would. All right. Well, that's the end of that one. <laughs> Took a weird turn into, into sex parties and celebrities. And, oh, and it's funny because the song that I started with was Wouldn't Get Far with the Game. And the lyrics are pretty funny because at some point it related to what was going on in the social media world and like modeling and stuff. Pretty good song. I mean, good luck trying to put that song out now with the climate of the internet and how sensitive everyone is. But it's pretty funny. I think it's lighthearted. They're just making fun. Kanye is on there. He has a good riff. And yeah, man. All right, I'm going to go edit some photos and drink the rest of my drink and uh, live a life full of non-sex parties. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye.